is going on? It is Adam. Welcome back to Bringing It Backwards, a podcast where both legendary and rising artists tell their own personal stories of how they achieve stardom. On this episode, we had the opportunity to hang out with Ren for short over Zoom video. Ren was born and raised in Toronto, Canada, and she talks about how she got into music, started playing piano at two years old, played piano uh, all, pretty much her entire life. At 15, she started playing guitar, wrote her first song at 13. She even speaks Mandarin, which is incredible, and won a contest by performing a very famous uh folk song in mandarin she talked about putting out the very first song she had written at 13 and actually getting made fun of for it she was made fun of she talked about for releasing music all through high school when in 12th grade she ends up getting signed to interscope records so (laughs) it's interesting people would still be you know mean to her obviously she's got an amazing talent amazing songwriter but kids kids are mean She talked about the success of her first song, Waves, how that attracted the attention of Interscope Records, signing that deal while in high school, putting out her first EP on March 13, 2020, the day the world shut down, how that affected her and her her drive to write songs. She told us about the next record she put out, and we talk a lot about her new album, her debut album, which is called Dear Amelia. Travis Barker's on the record. Jake Bug's on the record. She has a really cool story about how she was able to get Jake Bug on the album. And all about the headlining tour she has coming up as well. You can watch our interview with Ren for short on our Facebook page and YouTube channel at Bringing It Backwards. It would be awesome if you subscribe to our channel, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Bringing Back Pod. And if you are listening to this on Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcasts, it would be awesome if you follow us there as well and hook us up with a five-star review. We'd appreciate your support if you follow and subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. We're bringing it backwards with Ren for short. Hi, Ren. Thank you so much for for doing this. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited. Very cool. I'm Adam. Is it? Sorry. (laughs) Oh, no. It Is my sounds audio good. terrible? No, it sounds all right. I mean, okay. do, you, why, do you have AirPods or anything like that? I don't. That's a problem. We have to take it outside because we're at a venue and it's so loud in the venue. So oh, like, no, 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 no. This sounds good. It's I'm great. I'm so sorry. No, you don't have to be. You don't have to apologize at all. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. Cool. Awesome. Are you, you're on tour, correct? Yes. Amazing. I saw that you announced your headlining tour. Uh, I think it was yesterday, didn't you? Yeah. Or two years yeah. Ago? Yesterday. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. Very exciting. Yeah. You're playing. I, I recently moved to Nashville. I'm from San Diego and you're oh, playing. Congrats. I think you're playing the end on like the day before my birthday. So I think we're going to have oh to go my out God. and see. I'm pl- everyone in Nashville's birthday or two. Okay. One other person was like, it's my birthday on the Nashville show in Nashville. And I'm like, no way. What's up with the Nashville birthdays being on September 20, mine's the 23rd, but I know you play the 22nd. Yeah, pretty crazy. Yes, that's amazing. Well, I, whoever that person is should be there as well. We should just have a big uh, birthday celebration. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> amazing. Amazing. Well, again, my name's Adam, and this is about you and your journey in music. And I want to talk to you about the the album. I had a chance to hear it. It is amazing. Actually, the the single you just released is my favorite song on the album. Thank you. 
Yeah, it's it's a really, really cool record. And you have Jake Bug on it, who I love, huge fan of him, and yep. obviously Travis Barker, uh, which is killer. So yeah. uh it's great, great album. Um Yes. So actually, first off, where were you born and raised? Did I, did I say Toronto? Yeah, Toronto. Okay. Born what was it like growing up in Toronto? Were you in the actual city of Toronto? Yes. I was from Toronto proper. Um I love Toronto. It's one of my favorite places in the world. Um, a lot of people don't, or I feel like a lot of people don't love their hometown. I right. mean, like <laughs> I was born in a city and you I got to live like, in a cool spot. Right. I mean, yeah. I grew up in San Diego and I love San Diego. Yeah. If I mean, you grew up maybe in the middle of nowhere, you would be yeah. like, oh, I need to get the hell out of here. But yeah, I guess it depends where you were born, but I love Toronto. I mean, I try and go back as often as possible for like, you know, inspiration i find it very inspiring and, sure and yeah. a huge music scene there yes massive music scene it's very like pro the arts which is right awesome. mm-hmm. like, canada is really pro the arts though especially yeah. i mean when it comes to grants and exactly, the cool yeah. things they do for for musicians and artists and, and funding projects like between i think new zealand is the only other spot i've ever heard of people doing those i mean the government actually funding something cool like that it's pretty awesome yeah very awesome (laughs) it's very rare well (laughs) do you come from a musical household though um i yeah i do i mean my parents weren't necessarily like musicians but they just love music so much like um my mom was in like a bunch of fan clubs in high school, like Santana fan club, Duran Duran fan club. My dad was just like, like a mail-in fan club. Like the ones in, sorry, tell me what about this fan club. I don't know the details, but I'm pretty sure it was like at her high school. She just like, Oh, created one. Yeah, exactly. That's awesome. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, she's very like, just loves music. Mm -hmm. Um, her brothers all played music. So she would play like learn from her brothers and my dad just like collected a lot of vinyls and like has like this massive collection, which is awesome. So yeah, they just put us in music when we were really young and we're like, go for it. You're into it. Right. So yeah. how old were you when you started playing or what, and what was the first instrument? Um, I was two years old and I started playing piano. Oh my gosh. How did they put it to, I have a six year old son and I have no concept of, I mean, I know what he was at two and there's no way. I don't think he could come. I know. I think it was like a lot of, it was more so just like, what are you going to do with a two year old? Like, it's kind of just like, just like smashing the keys. Exactly. (laughs) Like click this doggy house. This is the dog house. Like that. Oh, like for the black key. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, so like so these did- are the two. Yeah, it's just like you get like a piano teacher. Like we had a piano teacher that was also like a nursery teacher or something. Mm-hmm. So she like taught us, and then um, I mean, I took piano for a really long time. So you then, kept? Did you keep learning from that same teacher? Or did you? No, I on? Okay. switched teachers later on to like this guy that just teaches like older people when mm-hmm. I was probably around like eight. And we were motivated by like chocolate bars. So like he put a chocolate bar at the end of the piano and he'd like move it over as we like learned anything. Oh, so eventually you you would get to the chocolate bar maybe at the end of the lesson. Mm -hmm. Exactly. 
did you learn classic or were you classically trained or what, did you have a music teacher that you could say, I want to learn how to play this song and then he would show it to you? That was what it was. Yeah. I, that's, there, that's cool. I, I think that's classically so cool. Trained, but I wasn't. And but really, like, I mean, how fun is that? If you were because oh, a lot of people I've interviewed when you're classically trained, it almost becomes like a chore. You're like, Ugh, I don't want to go like practice all this. Like that if you can go true. home and play something that, you know, and, and, and enjoy, I'm sure that gets you continuing to, yeah. to, to play. That's fair. That's totally valid. Yeah. I mean, there's sometimes I'm like the other day, I like sat for like two hours with this guy and like learned Claire, Claire de Lune because I was like, I want to learn this. Um, <laughs> And I had no idea. I was just like, this, this one, this one, this one, this one. Cause I don't know any like real, like how to play classical music. Sure. Can you read music? Tiny, teeny, tiny bit. But that's something I learned more recently. I never really like learned musical theory. My guitar teacher kind of taught it to me, um, uh, but like relative to a guitar. So it's, uh, I don't know. Probably not something you really need to use, obviously, yeah. and, uh, especially yeah. as a songwriter. But I listen, yeah, I listened to like a Smartless podcast with Dave Grohl, and he was like, I don't know theory at all. And I was like, hey, that makes you feel so much better. Yeah, I love that show. I was, yeah. I've actually heard that one, too. So good. <laughs> yeah. Will Arnett is such a, he's so quick-witted. I, I listen to that so guy, and I'm funny. like, oh, man, this guy is a legend. And so is Jason Bateman. I mean, Yeah, I the, know. The, like just the 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 random just like one liners he'll insert like are I know. so funny. So good. I'll just be like, keep it, it clean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So good. Uh, that is really funny. Okay, yeah, I know a lot of massive musicians that you would assume have like this crazy background in you know classical or know all this theory have you know no concept. They're just yeah. like, no, I just know how to write. Oh, amazing yeah. songs but yeah. so you start playing piano at two and then when do you play guitar when does that when do you learn that i started guitar when i was uh late i want to say 15 16 oh, okay yeah but you had been playing piano all the way up up to that point basically yeah was uh, it fairly easy to learn just kind of knowing how stuff's supposed to sound honestly yeah i didn't think it was that difficult i mean as a beginner right way more difficult um but as a beginner i don't think it was like as difficult as i thought it would be i think mm -hmm. um i also like like rhythm instruments it makes more sense to my brain like mm -hmm. like bass guitar drums like it just makes sense to me mm -hmm. more than piano does in a way i don't know if that makes no it, yeah for sure um yeah. Okay. Well, what about writing music? I did see that you wrote a song at a very early age, right? Like 13 or something? Mm, yeah, I started writing music really young. Um, my mom was a writer, so I always wanted to write. I would write like little... She wasn't like a songwriter. She was like a book writer. So oh, I, like a... She really? Is yeah. that what she did professionally? Well, she did it more so for fun. She was in journalism for a long time professionally, but... Mm -hmm. Um, she still writes. She just never finishes things. That's cool. Um, yeah, no, she's great. She's an amazing writer. And I was like, I want to do that. So I would write little books and like show them to her, whatever. So I was like writing from a young age. Uh -huh. Would she like help edit it with you or like, yeah, kind of, like read it. So rad. And stuff. Yeah. Very fun. Um, but she'd also write like a lot of poetry, which is like mm -hmm. similar to songwriting. Songwriting is just poetry in a way. Sure. So, 
yeah, I kind of get. So a you lot were writing, and then what? You because obviously you knew piano. You're like, okay, I'm going to throw these chords together and kind of attempt to come up with some sort of melody. Is that how it all really started for you? Exactly. Yeah, okay. I was like, I consumed a lot of media very young, and I like still still do mm -hmm. um and that was really inspiring for me especially like the first song i wrote i had no like real life experiences at 13 you know like sure. or like whatever so basically everything came from like media and whatever so oh so did you write it about things you saw like on tv or on the computer yeah, or something exactly okay yeah and did you did you perform it to anyone or show it to anyone yeah, I recorded it. I put it on YouTube. I put it on SoundCloud and then I took it down because I got made fun of relentlessly. And I did you really? Oh, my God. Yeah. Like at school? Oh, yeah. Oh, I wow. How did yeah. you continue? Was that I mean, having that happen to you on the first song and the first thing you put up, like, how did you have the, you know, kind of courage to continue to do it? You just did you, I, mean, I mean, I stopped caring. Okay. I, like, and at that age, like, that's like, what is that? Eighth grade, seventh grade. It's hard. When kids are mean anyway, right? They're that's so like the mean. worst. They're so mean, but they're always mean. Through high school, they were mean too. Like, oh, about really? my music and stuff. And I was like, okay, like. You showed them, right? Oh, ah, my God. Sorry. Yeah, exactly. Is there a bug? Yeah. Yeah. I accidentally just hit it. I feel so bad. It's still alive, though. Um, but, <laughs> That's good. Yeah. <laughs> um, holy shit, that was so scary. Sorry. Um, yeah, but yeah, I got pretty made. I got made fun of a lot in high school and middle school because of it. But but you didn't. You just kept going and care. Like, were you just writing songs, putting them up, and then if people trash it, you're like, whatever. I don't really yeah, care what you I think. Yeah, I didn't care. And now all these people are like. Oh my god! I'm so proud of you. I'm so oh, happy. Like, that's awesome. I would. Yeah. That was gonna ask you that. Are people coming out of the woodwork? Like, I, you know, hey, yeah. remember me from high school? And you're like, yeah, you're the dick that was making fun of me for my exactly. song. No, exactly. <laughs> it's like I was horrible, but I, I just like I just distanced myself from like mm -hmm. everyone through high school. I'd like go home every day for lunch, and like I liked it like that. I mean, I'm definitely more of a person that likes to be by myself and i think introverted that, yeah i think it was a big character building moment for me so mm -hmm. would you write like about those feelings that you're getting through school oh yeah okay i mean i it, i wouldn't write like directly about that but it would just like kind of fuel it you know right yeah because your lyrics are i mean it makes sense that your mom's a writer because your lyrics are so good like you're <laughs> such a great lyricist and songwriter um, and the way you you uh like there's a song on your record i think it's the second song uh it's about the uh king of brooklyn or oh, king julian king of manhattan king yeah. of manhattan yeah, yeah you're talking about like going to see the mets and like just like all these things that you're adding into the song i'm like how do you even <laughs> like this the sentence structure but how it's you sing it and, and it all flows and makes sense it's like to me that would be so difficult to to use certain like descriptive words yeah. and like and like drop us something like the mets to make it in the song that actually makes sense like i, I was just blown away by your, you. your writing on the album thank you so much yeah i'm i'm a big lyric person so mm -hmm. i kind of just try and make the music fit the lyrics if that makes sense yeah is it so like, is it something like you have the lyrics and you're like okay i'll just try to make a melody and have this kind of flow together is that what the process usually is 
basically i don't like being like following like such a formula when i make songs because i'm like right like my writing is a little bit like it's pretty like literal in a way but it's also very like broad like that song for example super literal but Mm -hmm. like um it's just like i needed everything to like make sense so i just spent a lot of time like making sure that those lyrics fit um and yeah it's it's great i mean like i said and i will i just want to touch real quick you um and i don't know if this is even true because wikipedia has burned me in the past uh did you do like a a chinese folk song or something that is true yeah it is true and do you know mandarin like how did you you speak mandarin yeah i mean my my grandfather like lived in china for a long time and he was like very adamant on us learning mandarin so um me and my brothers all took mandarin for a long time my brothers studied in shanghai for a while Um, really yeah but i quit earliest um it was like this is this is hard but i did do like mandarin competitions our teacher would put us in these competitions um and i would just sing and there's like a very like classic um mandarin folk song it's called molly hua and it's like mm-hmm. everyone knows it it's like about a jasmine flower and yeah i i just i just sang songs and, I was like, and you sing it in, in mandarin that's do you know do, can you remember any of it or yeah, not? i remember the whole thing oh but i mean like if somebody was came up and started speaking mandarin to you would you be able to respond oh, yeah i mean i could do it conversationally i understand it that's incredible i can speak it yeah mm-hmm. it's just it's a hard language because it's tonal so it's like there's a lot to remember oh yeah yeah um and you could be like trying to say like something like the same word like how and it uh-huh. could have like a completely different meaning if you just say how versus like how which is oh the, the how you're um you like your i can't even think of it right now <laughs> but yeah. yeah how your inflection is on the, exactly, on the uh, yeah. yeah yeah wow that's interesting uh alec benjamin has a couple songs that he translated the lyrics to in um in mandarin yeah. I, I, I talked to him a, like awesome. a couple of weeks ago and i was so shocked by that i'm like whoa and he's like yeah it's just like a language i was interested in and, and learned and you're the second yeah. person that i've ever spoke to that knows it. yeah <laughs> that's it's, so cool it's a, it's a hard language to learn but right right it's, good. it's fun one to know sure that's cool that's i mean really any language cool. is a fun one to know but yeah with um with your songwriting you was there like a moment that it kind of changed like tell me about having like getting through high school do you did, did i say you were touring in high school or were you just touring on your songs that you had written and like where did the the change happen as far as like what was the first little success moment you had um when i when i signed that was like oh yeah huge like, okay and when was that? How, really? like, how, what year was that? That I was in 12th grade. So, oh, wow. Two years ago. Okay. Yeah. So like, you're still right. in high school. I was still in high school. So it was like, kind of like, okay, we're just going to chill for a bit. Lauren's going to finish high school. My parents are very like big on education. So they're uh-huh. like, you do well in high school. It's your last year. Just ride it just out. Finish it. Do right. Whatever you want. Okay. Um, so but did they have you touring in high school or no? Um, I did like an Interscope showcase in high okay. school. So it was like 
kind of just like we did like Europe, Australia, which was really fun. It was kind of like a taste of it. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, uh, I put my like EP out the week lockdown was announced. Yeah, I I saw that. Kind of like hit. Right. So, t- okay. Before like, right. we get to that piece, so you, it was the song was Waves, the one that had kind yeah. of attracted the attention of people. And do you throw that where up on your, you, like, where where does um, Interscope find the song? I put it on Spotify and Apple. Like, I had oh, okay. It. Yeah. Um, and it just lands with people. Yeah. Oddly enough, I'm like, like, did it, was it playlist? Like, how did you start singing? And was it something that, because from what I read, it, it happened pretty quickly right you're getting a bunch yeah. of streams on it yeah no it got playlisted like pretty well and then i put out my second song and that one did really like really well for like for me for like second song mm-hmm. and that's kind of just like what said and then you start getting phone calls or messages or yeah and what was that like was that a, i mean obviously validating but was that overwhelming yeah. at all or i mean to me i was like is this nor like is this normal is this what happened then like as i got older i was like it's not normal it's no. like <laughs> you're like the crazy fraction of one percent of people yeah. that can actually achieve that yeah it's pretty insane and i like remind myself of that all the time i'm like you should be very very proud of yourself because this is very awesome and mm-hmm. very cool and when you get this, um, the, you know, you're getting these messages and, and you have this song that's doing so. I, I would imagine there's other people at your high school that try to write music and are in bands and stuff. Yeah, there's a lot of like people that were like making beats and like. Right. That thing, like wanted to rap and stuff. And but was this would, like, uh, hey, a major like uh, not only do I have a song that's like killing it, I have two and I'm still in you're still in school with these peers that had been making fun of you yeah. growing up. And then like. <laughs> do you even like you do you even bring that up or you just like live life and they just can hate from afar yeah i just live I'm just, <laughs> like even in high school i'm sure people had to be coming up to you and being yeah. like yeah like hey you yeah. know yeah. was that a thing i mean they were still making fun of me it didn't stop but like oh my gosh like, like and for sure like we keep going and like wait and i was like Okay. Like they're just like kind of assholes. And I was like, okay, cool. Have okay. fun. Like, have fun in college, loser. <laughs> really <laughs> awesome. <laughs> college, Meanwhile, I'll be touring with Young Blood. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's incredible. Okay. Yeah. So from there, you, saw, you you put your EP out and COVID hits. Tell, that must have been obviously des- devastating to everyone, but not only you are like riding this wave, like, oh my, you know, I'm catching some success. This is taking off. I, I'm getting signed to a major label. And then this happens. And how do you deal with that? Like, I'm sure a bunch of plans got had to be canceled. Yeah. I had a tour, mini tour that mm-hmm. I'd sold out. Like I sold out <sighs> every show. And That's I huge. Yeah. Like I had two songs out and this, like, it's just so annoying um but i mean it's like thankfully that's all that i had to like really sacrifice you know like sure. a lot of had a lot you know had it a lot harder and it's not like a competition but it's just like right something that happened i was healthy and like fine but mm-hmm. yeah i mean it's just a little bit of a bummer like i was just a little bummed i mm-hmm. remember 
the night that the project came out, I just was like, I'm falling asleep. Like, I'm, I was really like, I was really upset. I was like, I feel what, like. What day did it come out? Do you remember? It came out the 13th of March. Oh, like the day everything locked yeah. up. Yeah. So that was probably a conversation like, uh, do we late release it yet? And then it was like, oh, we'll flatten the curve in two weeks and we'll all be yeah. good. And then it's like, uh oh. Yeah. Oh, man. It was, it, it, yeah. I was, I was, I was pretty upset that day. I remember being really upset, but. What can you do? Right. You can't. Yeah. It's fine. Do you, once that's out and obviously didn't get a chance to really support it, do you just go back to the drawing board and start writing more songs? Yep. Yeah. Right away. Okay. And did that, was that what became the second EP of yours? Yep. Second EP. Um, Fuck all my friends was in the middle there somewhere. It was set as a single, and then and that one did huge that numbers. Did, yeah, that one did really well. So funny because I was like, I don't really like this song. <laughs> now I love it. Now I love it. At the time, I was like, this. I have one friend. Like, who am I singing about? I I don't know, but um, it. But it went off and like to, to continue to have these big, big moments, I'm sure it just continues the, the validation of what you're up to and what you're doing. That was, yeah, that was big for me. That was mm-hmm. definitely really big for me. So, yeah. And then writing the second EP, we wrote it in Montreal. And that was like one of the summers where it started like kind of phasing out a little bit. It was like getting a bit more chill. Like I would see people, but like make them test before it was like, Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we did we did that. That's how we wrote the EP and we wrote the entire EP like uh, in a two weeks in Montreal. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah. Pretty insane. And that, yeah, and that comes out and, and again just does incredibly well. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah, I, I, I love writing so much. So it's like any chance I'm like, mm-hmm. let's go. So you're just constantly writing. So like the, the, the fact that you could follow up the EP with another one within a year, that uh, wasn't a big deal. And now you have a full album coming out. Yeah. Like, so what, like once the EP is out, like, tell me about now getting into a, a full album. Was that totally different? Is it a different mindset or did you know it was going to be a full album when you started writing it? Yeah, no, I did. Funny enough. Like I was, I, I mean, I think a lot of people were, I was terrified. I, cause I was like, this is an album but mm-hmm. i was like i was writing with um mike shinoda for the album i was doing a few songs with him and i was wow. like i was said to him i was like i'm so nervous like i don't really know what i'm supposed to be doing i'm scared were you nervous like, around just because it was him or just nervous no, in general? i was nervous about it like debut like being my debut album and mm-hmm. he was like because obviously like he's a legend and has like a mike sure Link park is so many albums out he's like it's scary but it's just like writing an ep he's like Uh you're writing a longer version of an ep and you will have so many more to like do whatever you want on and like this is just the start of this and i was like that makes me feel better because for Mm -hmm. me it was like consuming me it was like actually consuming me and it's still like does in a way because i'm like so scared about it and whatever but that was like really helpful for me. But then there were some people that were like, yeah, this is your, de- this is your debut. And I'm like, yeah, it is my debut. So I'm kind of just like this. 
all the time. Yeah. I mean, well, having two EPs out that do well, I'm sure helps yeah. obviously, but in this world of not a lot of people are putting out albums, the fact that you're putting an album, I think that says a lot about you. I mean, you could just be like, okay, I'm going to release a single and then I'm going to write another single and then just play this game of like, put a song out, let it sit there for four months and then, you know, follow, follow, follow it. But the fact that you have enough songs that are that good, that they could all stand on as a single and you're going to put it out on a record. I mean, I think that's, that's something that not a lot of artists are even doing now. I mean, some, it takes some artists like four or five, you know, releases before an album is even in the, in the, you know, question in the equation at all. Yeah. Thank you. I mean, yeah, I, I love the, I love making a project. It's, it's a whole different thing than just putting out a sing, like a single or whatever. There's a lot of creativity behind it and there's more than just the music, which is awesome. And it's fun. It's a fun process. So, mm -hmm. yeah. I like, I like so you it. knew going into it though, that it was going to be a full album and, uh, yeah. Okay. And then when you start writing the album, tell me like, okay, what was the first song that you said? Okay. This is, this is the, the direction. Like, was there an, like an umbrella of kind of an idea you wanted to, to run with? Yeah. It was when I wrote Amelia, which is the closing song of the project. That's when I was like, I know what this album's going to be. Um, uh -huh. And it really helped shape the album. Um, mm -hmm. Which is a great song. Thank you. It's very, it's like a slow, like more chill. Yeah song on the record so i i said julian the king was the second song uh, and it's not i'm sure it's not <laughs> as i look now at the thing i have which is just like kind of the record all over the place it's like right in the middle right right i know yeah. i have the the track listing now but it wasn't yeah. in the order that i that's funny okay so because that one definitely wasn't the last song on the or first song on the one i'm listening all right yeah. the, the, never mind anyway yeah, that started it and that's the first song on the record mm -hmm. okay it's the last one yeah our last song on the record yeah. sorry last song on the record mm -hmm. and from there do you just work back like t okay so now you know and uh, amelia is the song that's going to set the, the tone for the album and uh from there is it about this person or like yeah, an idea it, of this person yeah it's all like follows the idea that like everything is being addressed to her and so everything's almost like a letter to her mm -hmm. um but it's also like she is supposed to like symbolize this part of your brain. So she's a part of you. She is like yourself. Um, mm -hmm. And throughout the project, you just put more and more stress on her because it starts way more innocent. And then it kind of gets a little bit deeper and a little bit more emotional as the project goes on. Mm -hmm. And um, you put more like emotional weight on her until she kind of just like, disappears like she can't take it anymore so it's like kind of you know talk like open up about your feelings open up mm -hmm. about like everything like talk to someone because that helps or else you'll start like losing bits of yourself which is like when i miss myself it's about it's like a foreshadow to that foreshadowing that mm -hmm. oh yeah because yeah. that is that's the first is that the first song on the record yeah Okay, so that's the one that starts it up, and I and I love how it starts like it's a it's like an acousticy. I mean, it's acoustic in the beginning, and it kind of then it builds up to and it gets a bit heavier. Yeah, towards the back of the song, um, it, which is a cool way to to start the record. 
And it sounds a bit different than a lot of the other songs on the album. Yeah. Yeah. It was one of actually the last songs I wrote. It was the last song I wrote for the album. So, oh, really? Yeah. I mean, we were like, we've gone to the studio and we're like, we're writing the intro track today. And then we just did it. And it's like, it makes sense. I mean, sonically, it's like, yeah, it's very like acoustic. It's kind of just like, till the end, it's kind of like a, kind of like more rocky if that makes sense but it's like yeah i don't know i was just like it fits for some reason mm -hmm. just lyrically i feel like sure it works yeah and did you work how many how many songs on the record did you work with with mike Shinoda on the whole um, album well none of none of the songs ended up making the record album, but i think they're gonna yeah they're gonna be oh interesting yeah. yeah but did the f idea of the thing form with him or no not at all not really. I was working with him for a while, um, but it was before I kind of had the idea. So like we had like a bunch of great songs together, but they just didn't fit on the project, if that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. And so. then you then you uh, get an, work with a different producer on the on the rest of the record. Yeah, I was working with Jeff, who I've literally done every project with. So That's yeah. what I was thinking. Is that somebody that you've known for a while? Yeah. I've known okay. Jeff. We started together, basically. Well, he started a little bit before me, but yeah, we kind of built together and grew was, together. Where, where did he start with you? Did, were you, did you already have Waves and, and those songs? No, I, oh. I did Waves with him, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So did you know each other growing up? No. I mean, he's just, um, he was honestly just another Jew from Toronto and we like bonded and I was like, okay, like, we're like, we had like the exact same upbringing and like we got along as friends and then we just made music together. I mean, he's like significantly like, he's been at it for like longer than I am. He's older than me, mm -hmm. but he's like, he's like a brother at this right. point. I've known him for so long. He's one of the oldest or like oldest people I no, not old, not old in age. Right, right. The, one of your long, longest, longest yeah. yeah, friends, so to speak. Like, was it? So, how did you meet him? I'm now I'm curious to know yeah. him that long, and then to, he's been on this ride with you since before Interscope gets involved, or before the viral success of even the first song that you released. Yeah, um, my manager was managing him as well, so he was like, "Try working with Jeff," and I'd go to Jeff's every Sunday. Um and we'd write and I'd like bring my homework to Jeff's and we'd just like get everything done. <laughs> yeah. So he'd smash you. You'd have to do your like history homework and then literally yeah, I like bring full like <laughs> Bristol boards and like glue for my presentation. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's insane. That's funny. And then you start writing and then it's, and he, he's stuck with you since even the next two EPs that you put out. And then up until this, this, this album as well. Yeah. He's, one of the most like loyal um talented um people i've i've actually ever met probably wow it's great that is so cool uh that is so cool and then so you're on the tour now yes. and then you're you're doing your own run of shows right after and it looks like you're going to be on the road for a long time right yeah. you're on you're on the road now and uh, who are you, I forgot who you're touring with at the second. I'm with the band Camino right now. Oh yeah, the band Camino. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. And then you're doing another tour, and then your own headlining tour. Yeah. So I just got off 
um, uh, about like a month and a half long tour, six weeks. And then I went straight to this one, which we're playing the second last show tonight. And then I have a couple festivals. And then my headline is like from August to basically November, which is crazy. That is so awesome. Are, are you going to approach that any differently? I mean, I would imagine not being the opener and having to headline. Is that a- It's so different. Like, it feels like a different thing. I mean, it's all so fun, but being able to have, like, you could put 100% of your creativity into the show. Like, there's no limits. Like, there are obviously are limits, but, like, I mean, like, you're not being like to the headliner, I want to bring my own lights. I want to do this. I want to whatever. Like, it's not going to happen if you're opening, you know? Right. Right. You're kind of just there. I mean, you're there to support yeah. the main act and, and it's, and you, you, yeah, you, you have you, a time limit. I'm sure like, exactly. okay, you have this much time to play and you kind of have to, you're a little more reserved. Cause you're yeah. like, I know that like a majority of these people are not here for me. So I'm still like putting in a hundred percent into these shows, but like there's a different energy when it's like your crowd in a mm-hmm. way that's like you just, cause you feed off the crowd's energy so much and like having people be there for you. It's like, so di- it's so different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's pretty awesome though. Well, that's so amazing. And congratulations. And you're also doing uh, some shows with Alexander 23 as well. I saw that. Yeah. Yeah, a great person. I've interviewed yeah. uh, him, him before. Him. Yeah. So super awesome. Well, congratulations on everything. Like I said, the album is amazing. Um, I, I, I really, really, really dig it. And uh, it's oh, real quick on the Jake Bug thing. How did you yeah. how did that relationship start? Yeah. Oh, my God. That's the craziest one. So um, I've literally been the biggest Jake Bug fan for uh, since I was like 13. Like, he's one of my favorite artists, actually, of all time. Um, so, Jeff, that's one of the first things we bonded over was Jake Bug, because he also loves Jake Bug. So, we wrote this song. We didn't write a second verse, and we were like, Jake Bug is going to be on the second verse of this song. <laughs> like, the other people were like, okay, like, can you just put a second verse in? Because, like, you can't hand a song in without a second verse. And I was mm-hmm. like, watch us watch us do this right now so um he told our manager i was like hey riley um I, jake bug's gonna be on this song he's like okay and like months go by and did you have this confirmed at all or was it just like no uh, no it was a manifestation just a shot in the dark a manifestation. Okay. like okay. you were just like yeah jake this bug's is happening it's like the yeah. secret yeah exactly <laughs> And then like months go by and I get a text from Ryland. He was like, Hey, here's an update of let you down. And I'm like, what did we update and let you down? Like, I was just so oblivious. I, I was so oblivious. I was like, what was being updated? And I played it in the car and then Jake bug started singing. And I just bawled my eyes out. <laughs> like, it was my gosh. Falling. It surprised me. That is so special. Wow. Yeah. It was really awesome. That was one of the moments where I was like, I like yeah. called all my friends and called my singing teacher and they were like crying because they're like the ones that know, you know? Mm-hmm. So he's such a great person. Have you had a chance to meet him or just have that on the, no, I spoke to him over text. That's the extent of our conversation. I'm like, I, I don't even know if I'd be able to talk to him in person. Cause I'm like, I'm like, he's, he's such a sweet person. You, you would yeah. be totally able to talk to him. 
I, I met him one time uh, when I was working for a radio station uh, in San Diego and he came by and did like a little acoustic thing and he was so cool. He took, I have an older son too. He took a bunch of pictures with them. He let him like, you know, tinker around on his guitar. I mean, he's just such the sweetest person awesome. and I hadn't seen his name come up for a while. So I was yeah. like, and to see him on your record, I was like, oh wow. Like that's so rad. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely like, like the, it's like a, like an acoustic -y kind of like classic Jake bug. Yeah. Awesome. very very cool yeah. well again thank you so much Ren, for doing this i, I really really appreciate it i'm gonna go see you i'm gonna celebrate my birthday at the end Yay! with you uh and, and i want to see your headlining show i'm super excited and i do have That's one fun. more quick question for you yeah actually two now are you gonna put the record out on a vinyl yes okay perfect hopefully yeah. it'll be at that show or i'll have to order it yeah. and second because <laughs> oh, yeah. i know that's been a, a bit of thing okay, where it's on. hard to get them oh yeah. uh, well i would love that but um and second if you have any advice for aspiring artists yeah um just keep like stay true to yourself don't let anyone be an asshole because people will be assholes don't let it get to your head and be honest be honest with yourself um, don't be too hard on yourself. Yeah, um, thing, everything takes time. So mm -hmm. don't expect it to be like the movies. <laughs> <laughs>